Welcome to episode 15 of the Wedding Wisdom Podcast with Doug Winters. I am Doug. And just before we get started, I want to uh, invite everybody to follow me on Instagram. It's under Doug Winters Inc., as in Incorporated. Same thing with Facebook. Like my page and follow what's going on over there. And check out my YouTube channel, which is under Doug Winters Best Kept Secret. So let's jump into today's conversation, which is with the lovely Sharon Snyder, and she's going to tell us everything that we ever wanted to know about off-premise catering. Hope you enjoy. We're sitting here with Sharon Snyder of SRO Fine Foods, which is an off-premise caterer, and she's got a store called Standing Room Only uh, in Scarsdale on Weaver Street, yes? Yes. Okay. So uh, Standing Room Only is a retail gourmet food store. And we're located in Sparsdale, as you said. And from the front of my store, we do catering, which means people come in, they place an order, they're having a party at their house, they just want the food, or maybe they want one or two people in help, and they want to make it simple, and that's all they, they would need is food and maybe... Don't worry about it. One or two people to help them serve. Okay. Um, not good. And you supply everything from the... Okay, so the difference is yeah. then what I do is full-service, off-premise catering. Okay. That doesn't go through the front door of my store. With okay, that, so the front door is like if someone's having a, a gathering, you know, a, a party or a Passover Seder or something. Something, <laughs> and it's it just they want to make it simple make a special though but and they elegant. but they don't want a lot of help they're not going to order rentals and, and they dishes, don't want to cook and they definitely don't want to cook then they deal with my partner right whose name is jack Taconi, okay and he works with them and offers them a few agencies to choose from for help for their party oh, okay. but it we supply just the, the food, food. Uh, the other aspect of our company, the SRO Fine Foods, does the full-service event planning. Yeah, so that's what we're really talking okay. about. Okay. So if you were to go into a hotel, every hotel has uh, a maitre d' who mm -hmm. works with you, a salesperson who might plan the wedding. Um, they have their dishes, their glasses, their silverware. They have standard menus, and they have people who serve. You could go to the plaza. You could go to a Marriott. The, they're all the same in that way. With an off-premise caterer, we can't work in anything like a hotel or a restaurant. Right. So we need to find venues where people bring everything in. We might have to put up a tent. We might have to go into a gallery or a museum. The first thing we have to do is meet with the client right. and look and see whether or not what they're anticipating can happen there. Got it. So they may think they have a big backyard or they may think 200 people can fit, but there are a lot of different- But you also need a bandstand and you need a dance floor. And you need some kind of for... egress from the house right. to the ceremony. Yes, and you have to plan for every kind of weather. But you're building their dream from scratch. Right, which... And that's the creative part yeah. and the part exactly. that I love. Uh, what I do to show them is, you meet. first of all, you have to meet face-to-face. -face. Sure. You have to 
kind of assess the environment that they live in or where they're trying, what they're trying to create. So the first meeting is usually what? I would go you to and their the home or I would meet them at the site. It depends who's doing. Who's paying for paying it. For it. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, for somebody who's choosing an off-premise caterer, what they're really going to find is that um, we handpick. We handpick waiters, we handpick food, we handpick linen, we hand, nothing is stock. Nothing's ever been there before, nothing's going to be there again. Right, it's not a coincidence if you have good waiters. Exactly. And oftentimes, we're lucky enough to have as many compliments about our service personnel that as is we so do about yeah. the food. Yeah, sure. And people like the food because it looks good, and that's... They're already enjoying the party right, because the food looks good, the demeanor of the staff looks good, and um, it's fresh and new every time you go out. Even if you're doing the same hors d'oeuvres, they're always different because the venue is different, because the host and hostess are different. It's putting something pretty on the plate that also has kind of an organic uh modern, clean look to it. There have been boxes and people have worn um, almost like the old cigarette boxes oh, wow. uh, with uh, a sushi bar on it and, and little plates and, and condiments for sushi and right. the waiters will walk around. That's what that. you're talking about? Cre Different, room creative, for creativity. Exactly, exactly. Okay, so, all right, so we passed the cocktail hour. Now okay. the party itself. Okay. This is always interesting to me, whether it's brought out or it's preset. Okay. There's a couple of reasons, I guess, why you might want it preset. But I think for us, you would have the table set and you would have your show plate and then perhaps you'd have an, another plate that gets picked up when your salad or first course goes down and then you'd have your napkin. Well, it, it's a look. And when you walk into the room... Kate Edmonds was telling me you something called a charger. Right. Is, so Is that the big plate? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The show plate, charger. Right. right. Same okay. thing. So if the designer, the floral designer, has chosen the napkin or the napkin fold or she's put some petals on it or whatever, oh. you don't want to preset a first course because... Then oh, you're, the gonna have to move, the you're going to have to move that. Right. So you wait until people sit down, have their napkin on their lap, and then at the appropriate time, serve the first course. I was but so it, hoping uh, you were going to say that because I, 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 I hate when things are when it's preset. And then you have to dress it, and how long will it sit? No, before I mean the thing, the fact that it's preset. Yeah, well, that's one thing. It's like right. how long do you, how long do you, has before it been the there? lettuce leaves and get it, limp and right, right. And how good is it going to look? You right, know, if it's been sitting there. Right. Um, also, <clears throat> when you bring it directly, you know, and hand it to each person, I, there's something just so much more personal about it. Sure, and sometimes what we might end up doing at a party is. Suppose you have people up and dancing um, right when, when people, after people have sat down, they see where they're sitting, they mm -hmm. might talk to whoever's right. next to Right, that's what them. I like to do. I like to get people up 
as soon as they walk in the room, okay. even before the bride and groom are announced. Okay. So then at that point, once after the bride and groom are announced and then people start dancing, yeah. that might be a good time for us to straighten oh, up the tables right. and then plate the salad. And they've danced and you see that the salads are coming out. Mm -hmm. And then you say, ladies and gentlemen, uh, please sit enjoy down. your first course. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so we try to work with the music right. and the band. Which is why it's important <clears throat> to have an itinerary. Yes. But it's it can't be hard and fast. Right. It's, it's That's very funny that you said that because every single time I do it, an itinerary, whether they have an event planner or not, I just number it. Number it. Like right. number one, okay. guest enter dancing. Number right. two, bridal and then, party comes then in. The, the three, the then you manager will come over to you and say, we need 10 minutes. I think it's the communication between... The band really and important. the the part our party manager are most important. Because I think the one word that keeps coming up is flow, which makes total sense. Right. In other words, like if you're dancing, and then you're invited to take your seat within a couple of within a minute or two, you should start seeing waiters. I would even hope to start coming out beforehand. with the food. Yeah. And you would see that, or we That's would funny. communicate that I always to you, that and third, say, uh, like a third know, of the tables are, or, or we're starting. You see us coming out, yes. and then right. you would say, "Take your seat," you know, or however yeah, you do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I know that people want continuous music throughout the night. Sometimes, don't they ask you that? I want Yeah, it. but the, uh, soft music when you're eating. Oh, they do. I mean, no one okay. wants to scream over there. Right, you, right. I'm you know. thinking bar mitzvahs. Oh, yeah. I know. <laughs> I know. So there's an appetizer, dinner, yes. dessert. And, and dessert, and then there might be some past fun desserts. It could be shooter glasses with Oreo cheesecake and fresh whipped cream. It oh, could wow. be... Our signature iced cappuccino drink with a rock candy swizzle stick. It, you oh, know, so the people so, can have it on uh, the dance floor. As soon as they come or they're getting off the dance floor mm -hmm. or whatever, it's kind of a continuation of the, I don't want to really eat the cake, but I do like a little taste of something. So I think more and more we're doing lots of fun pick up off the tray desserts that are like, oh, I can try that. I can have a tea, a, you know, a little demi-tasse spoonful mm. of this. And right. it's a way to eat the sweets, but not really feel like you're sitting down and eating cake. It gives me great pleasure to introduce a new sponsor to the Wedding Wisdom Podcast, Manly Bands. The people at Manly Bands know how frustrating it can be for men to choose a wedding band that they can feel confident wearing. That's why they started Manly Bands, to help men find wedding bands that fit their personality and their budget. They offer some of the best prices in the business with each unique ring costing less than $200. Manly Bands can help men stand out from the crowd by being able to select a wedding band that matches their personality instead of going with a traditional, and let's face it, boring gold or silver ring. Each manly band is available in a wide range of sizes from 5 to 17, catering to both men and women of larger and smaller sizes. 
offering a great range of stylish choices and often hard-to-find ring size options. What's more, Manly Bands offers super-fast shipping, often less than three to four days, which is great for men who've already procrastinated in buying their wedding band, as well as amazing customer service, free U.S. exchanges, and a 30-day We Gotcha Bro return policy if the customer doesn't love their Manly Band. In addition, every Manly Band includes a one-year, no-hassle warranty. So check out the website at manlybands.com. That's M-A-N-L-Y-B-A-N-D-S. Type in the promo code WEDDINGWISDOM and save 15% on all orders. Manly Bands, we get you because we were you. Now, do you do cakes as well? Or is we don't it... do the wedding cakes. So and that's right. something that... People I know they're very pe- particular about. Yeah, there are people that specialize in yeah. just. Yeah, and if that's their specialty, I remember Sylvia Weinstock back in the day. Do you, uh, she was the first one person to do it. She was with her husband, right? And they would literally carry it in in, in and out. And now she's cars. an institution. Yeah, so. yeah, she's the best. I mean, literally edible flowers, Correct. edible anything. Right, and high and and big. high, and people <laughs> could spend a million dollars on a wedding you cake. Could. You could. Well, maybe not, not a million, million. <laughs> but, <laughs> but a fortune. More than you think. A fortune. <laughs> yeah. A fortune. Yeah. But even wedding cakes now, they they go by the person, you know, per person is how they're sold. Oh, I you're think. having 250 guests as opposed to 100, it's like 100 guests? It's like 650 a slice to 10.50, depending upon what mm. you pick. I'm, that's kind of what I think it is. Right. The, the, the beauty of a cake is that we, or what people often do with the cake is if they're having 250 people, you don't want to put that out on the cake table necessarily. So mm-hmm. the cake that's out is gorgeous. And in the back, they'll have, say, a sheet cake. And it's easy to slice. So that's the trick. It's a sheet cake in the back made of the same Same, stuff. same, but just. What was very funny when we, start, when we first started talking is that I was talking to this event planner in Connecticut. She surprised me with something, and I said this to Sharon, and, the, and she answered it right away, which is, I said, uh, when you're talking about a tent wedding, there's one thing that blows circuits more than anything else. And you knew the answer, which <laughs> sure. was? Coffee makers. But it doesn't even have to happen. It, it probably happened to us the first time 28 years ago when we started, and maybe I'm doing a small party in someone's house, right. and we plug in both coffee makers into the two parts of an outlet you learn right away and you learn quickly a that a fuse pops and you never do it again so <laughs> right, it's, it's the kind of lesson of a you learn once rookie mistake yeah, yeah yeah what would you say is differentiates sro from another off-premise um, i think what i would want people to feel is a comfort level going into a wedding that after They've talked to us enough and we've gone back and forth on the menu and we've done a tasting for them that they go into their event and we're the last thing they worry about. That's what I try to make happen. I let them worry about the flowers, the weather, the, the, the <laughs> what, whatever. I don't want them to worry about the food or the service. That's because you care about your clients. That's how I feel. I feel the same way. I say the last thing I want you to worry about. Is, is the music. The music. Yeah. So I think that we all work in that same, we're all obsessive about what we do. <laughs> My feeling is I like to have fun. Every yeah. time I go out, it's even if it's similar menu items, 
it's still different. So every time it's a new production, it's a new show, it's a new, you know, looking at this something and then twisting it a little bit so it looks new and looks fresh. And I like clients that I can have fun with, that get my sense of humor, that I get, and I know they're going to be great hosts because if they have that energy, then I tell them the party and the, and the experience will be great. So is there a specialty item that you would say that you do? No, like if because someone said, we're super, super flexible and um, we like to stay current. And, you know, as I said, the only signature thing that I might have is our iced cappuccino drink at the end. But okay. every time I, we go out, we're trying to reinvent the meal each right. time, you know, whatever it takes to do it. That's very but clever. Reinvent the wheel, the meal. reinvent the meal. <laughs> Sometimes my clients are very savvy. All the kids, all the brides and grooms have gone to every restaurant, every high-end restaurant in Manhattan. So they're all For sure. They're foodies. all foodies. They, okay. they all are foodies. Everything has to be super, super fresh. We're big on vegetables. We're big on grilling and roasting. Mm. Um and uh, it just it and light, and um, oh light, oh, light oh, physically light as opposed physic- to heavy sauces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, right. So I think what people should know is that once we've kind of decided on the menu and worked it through, and they decide they're going to go with us and it meets within their budget or, or whatever. I don't talk to them every day after sure. that. Yeah. But that's where I spend most of my time working on the rentals, give the tables the look that they want, ordering them. They change daily. We have 10 more guests. We have four more tables. Oh, we have, so rentals change up until like the week before. And yet people want to know, what the cost of their rentals is going to be, but it depends on... You can't give them a final cost until they give you a final headcount. And then uh, does the the, um, designer need anything? And do the... the, um, Does the musician need anything? Do the entertain... If there's, you know, entertainment of some sort, what do they need? And how many cocktail tables? And uh, then it just never ends and someone will call me and say can you add four more tables we need to set up over here and so that changes right. to the end i can give them an idea but rentals are really a third of the cost of the wedding is that right i find it's food service and then rentals a third food service and rentals okay right and then with the bar well that's that's someone that's said, not something someone, i someone I think Fonda said 50% was alcohol, food, service, all that stuff, uh-huh. was fi- which should be 50% of your budget. And then the rest, like rentals and uh, music. No, the band and the, the florist and the cake and, the, mm-hmm. and all the other stuff. The, but that still is so nebulous because you don't know what you're spending. You know, right. so that's, well, that's the really hard part is when, you know, you try to give somebody and, they, and they'll say... I don't want to hold you to it, but what do you think I'm talking about? And, right. you know, it's difficult. Do people, when you talk, I mean, it's always the most difficult thing to me is talking about money. Sure. But um, do 
people give you an idea? Do you, oh, that's why you I, go to their house it. to get I, in a sense. I get a sense. Okay. Uh, it's just something after 28 years that I get a sense if we're going to be right for one another. Right, exactly. And that's sort of how you, you do it. But then I also have the alternative of saying, if it doesn't work, why not go through my retail store? Because that way, not for a wedding, yeah, but sure. for a party, right. that way it might be more economical for you and you don't have to have as many servers as I would have. And you can do it a lot more low-key and, you know, you'd get much more involved, but that's, right. that's a way to go. Right. I, it's just, it's funny because I literally, I think we covered almost everything because I was really just wanted to get the sense of from a lawn or a farm or a field. Right. You know, in Connecticut or upstate or, right. or even right here in Scarsdale, uh, if they have enough land and it's flat, um, instead of grass, you know, <laughs> and now you've built a cathedral. You, you, <laughs> you know, you built a dream. You built a dream. And yeah. um, and I also tell people, use it, use it the next day for your brunch. Uh, you know, get some use out of it. It's it's fun when it's starting to go up and people are living there and they see what's going on but it's really daunting to some people sure because their vision is not they don't do it all the time so it's daunting it is daunting but i think you know i think if someone says i'm going to have a a tent party they know that it's going to be and they want to have it at their house they They love their house or wherever they like the outdoor feeling they you know enjoy having people All right, celebrate what's the thing there? that people tell you after parties that they don't tell the guests like for example one thing that i that i, I always come up with is like even when you get like i know it's a funny expression but the porta potties you know right. that they could be the most Trailers. glamorous right. you know, it could be a trailer right you know for a rock star right or it can be just like you know, you a go little in. orange. Right. Know. Invariably, people will go inside the house if it's at someone's house. Sure, I would. I mean, it just I feels would. more comfortable. Cleaner. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, the trailers are super, super clean. So Some of those trailers are nicer the tra- than the The bathrooms. trailers are beautiful. And I think, um, but you have to do it because you never know. Are they on a septic tank or is it, you know, how can you handle this many people? Now, who's in charge of that? The planner? Um, usually, yes, the planner or the tent company will work in conjunction with hiring the trailer. But it all comes under the auspices of my people have to know where to direct people to. It all comes back to the caterer, you know, who was the caterer? You know, they don't usually say right. who was the event planner unless they're having an event, but they'll always say who was the caterer. Right. And, um, for me, the hosts, the bride and groom, they're going to love it. I know they're going to love it. But for us, it's more important, even at that point, to impress the guests or to make the guests feel like they've been treated to the kind of special night that the host and hostess wanted them to, wanted to, them to have. Oh, that's so, it. Yeah. so I always tell my staff that. I said, we're going to take care of the bride and groom and we're going to take care of the parents. But don't forget else. that every single other person there is going to judge us and want we want them to, you know, be treated 
to something special. Right. And this company, like my company, like we can't advertise on TV. You know, we can't, you can't advertise on the side of a bus. Right. Your advertisement <laughs> is the other 200 people at the, get, exactly. at the party. Exactly. You know, and you sometimes you get a party, you say, oh my God, half of you, Sharon, uh, I was at a party five years ago, and I kept the car. <laughs> I get that all the uh, time. You get that, right? Yeah. yeah. Or right, right. What was the party? I don't know what the party was, but somebody—I forget who it was—but somebody said they should hire. We should hire you. Right. And you know what's funny is that people used to hand out business cards all the time, right. and now, I, you know, I. Sometimes. Oh, what I do? I often let the waiters keep. A package oh, sure. of business cards yeah, in yeah, their yeah. pocket. But you invariably... Know, like, how people, many did you give out tonight? What, what pe- yeah. But what people will say is they'll call the hosts, either mm-hmm. the parents or the, whoever invited them. Or when they say, say thank you. say, who was that you. caterer? That was right. amazing. Right. Well, that's always hopeful. And yeah. for, for you as well, how was that? That band was great. You okay, know, so here's a big that? question for you. If you were wearing a Fitbit... Right. How far would you say you walked in a night? I was talking to Mel, our friend Melanie Lust, the right. photographer, and she said that a party for her could be 12 hours. Sure. And a party for me certainly is 10 hours. Mm-hmm. Between setting up, playing the ceremony, the cocktail of the party, right. and then breaking down. Right, right. Driving home. Right. You know, so sure. I assume that's 10 hours on my feet. Sometimes my legs are... Even the waiters, you know, we we oh, might yeah. have to go up steps and down steps in oh, that's, a, oh God, a, a right. place, and they're carrying plates and they're carrying. I don't know how to judge it. I just know how I feel on Sunday morning, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so yeah, we should put put a Fitbit. Uh, I was interviewing Eileen Smith. Okay. And she was saying that she was shocked because she started wearing a Fitbit. She looked down and it was fifteen miles she had walked that back day. and forth that day. That day. Yeah. I mean, and someone, the event planner at that point, you know, has has to be everywhere at every point. And right. we're we are now in the kitchen and we're, you know, in the ballroom, so to speak, right. or we're in the cocktail hour. But that event planner has to be everywhere with her eyes everywhere. too. So, so how much can be prepped beforehand here? It's the same thing as a florist who may bring centerpieces in that are already done or go on site and do the centerpieces there with all the flowers and whatever. It's There's right. a difference. Right. So we are more like the second part of it. It's all in, in the planning and packing and whatever. Right. Um, Who's the baby? Uh, this is my granddaughter five years ago but no longer a baby. Uh, My kids are irrelevant now. It's all about the grandkids. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Sharon, this was great. Okay, great. I've never done this before. So you'll come back, you'll visit, you'll taste. Oh, absolutely. The food looks amazing out there. Okay, well, I can offer you something delicious. Terrific. Thank you so much. Oh, oh, are you on social media or do you do? Yes. Uh, so tell people how they can follow you. Okay, so on Facebook, it's Standing Room Only for information on my retail store, or okay. it's SRO Fine Foods for the full service catering. Right. Our website, SROFineFoods.com. Okay. And then it's Twitter. Um, oh, is that, is that SRO or Standing Room Only? It's SRO. 
And what else? That is might there? have been. That probably wasn't easy to get. I, I don't know. That's it's. it's oh, I know what it is. Tells you how much I do this. So you have to. Yeah, it's yeah. Standing Room SRO. And what else is there? Is uh, Instagram. Instagram. Oh yes. SRO Fine Food. Yeah, exactly. I need a young person here to do this. Don't that, we all? That, that's we for all. sure. That's um, for sure. Well, thank you so much. Thank you very wonderful. much. It was a pleasure to talk to you too. Terrific. Thanks. Thanks.